This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we've been talking pirates. Yar. Uh, I did the voice Monday, and that was that was all I got. It was, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, yesterday, we looked at a couple of my favorite movies, which, as it turns out, are a lot of y'all's favorite movies, too. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, everybody... I think we're all in agreement that Treasure Planet needs a live-action remake before... Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella or any of these other ones like give me a live action treasure planet and I am I will forgive you for your past trans uh aggressions I guess but today we're gonna talk about one of my favorite pirates in comics there's a lot of pirates in comics like we've talked about it's uh something that can be used in all sorts of different forms ways and fashions um, this is a space pirate, which I also realized I need to do a week on sp- just space pirates. Because space pirates, after talking about Treasure Planet and prepping for today's show, are totally a thing. And it needs to needs to happen. But today we're going to talk about the favorite father of comics. Um, Major Christopher Summers himself, Corsair from the X-Men. He's the father of Cyclops, Havoc, and Vulcan. So he's uh, responsible for a lot of bad stuff that's happened, I guess, both directly and indirectly through his offspring. But he's got a really cool history, both on the page and off the page. So let's just dive right in. Uh, Corsair first appeared in X-Men number 104, cover date April 1977, and is created by Dave Cockrum. And the... Or his, like... Real life origin is kind of crazy. So Dave Cockrum came up with the Star Jammers and he wanted them to have their own series and everything. And he submitted it to Marvel Premiere and got shot down. Submitted it to Marvel Spotlight and got shot down. Uh, they kept telling him, oh, these books, you know, we're booked out too far. We're not taking anything. Well, and he was kind of tired of it. So he went to Chris Claremont, who was writing the X-Men. And if this story sounds a lot like the Treasure Planet pitch, it's because weirdly in whatever bizarro world 2020 we're living in, it is. So he just circumvented everything, went to Chris Claremont and was like, hey, check out the Star Jammers. Check out Corsair. Look at these characters. You need to put them in your series. And Claremont was like, cool. They're cool designs. They're cool characters. Let's do it. But... Why? You know, why are they here and what can we do to make them come back repeatedly in the X-Men? And that's when they came up with the idea that Corsair is going to be the father of Cyclops. And that right there, that's an awesome story. Like that's that's enough of a story right there to to tell and talk about, you know, the getting shot down and Overcoming, I mean, it definitely worked out a lot better than Treasure Planet, that's for sure. But then putting the spin on it to make it part of the X-Men continuity and part of their story, I think is just really awesome. So his on-the-page story, though, is just as exciting. 
Um, he was a pilot for the Air Force. He was a test pilot for NASA, actually, later on in his career. And he was flying in a rebuilt uh, De Havilland Mosquito, which is a wooden plane. It was him, his wife, Catherine Ann, and Scott and Alex, who were Cyclops and Havoc, respectively. They were flying down the West Coast from Alaska, and their plane was attacked by the Shi'ar. And just because, you know, the Shi'ar were out exploring Earth, trying to figure out what was going on, you know, uh, probing, I guess, and things for information. And I guess to stick with the week, they were looking for, for bounty and loot, booty and bounty and loot. And they, uh, when they stumbled upon the summer's airplane, they were like, oh, they're going to let everybody know that we're here, so we got to stop them. So they decided to abduct the, well, they start firing on the plane first. We said it's made of wood, so burst into flames. In a very titanic moment, they realize there's only one usable parachute in the whole plane. So Catherine puts the parachute on Cyclops and says, hey, grab hold of Alex and pushes him out the door. Because, you know, that's good parenting. If Superman taught us anything, it's abandon your kids to make them superheroes. Um, no, that's that's a joke. So they escaped, and then... Christopher and Catherine are teleported above the uh, up to the Shi'ar ship and taken to the throne world. And there, um, they get separated, they're imprisoned. Well, Christopher breaks free. And he comes and he finds Dekin, who is the emperor, like about to rape his wife, Catherine. Well, he doesn't have it. He tries to find him. Dekin gets mad and kills Catherine right in front of Cor uh, soon-to-be Corsair, Christopher's fate, like right in front of him. And then he says, all right, send this fool to the slave pits. And that's a really sad origin story. I mean, he lost his kids, he lost his wife, everything. So he's there in the pits, literally and figuratively. And he makes friends with the team that would go on to become the Star Jammers. There's Chod, uh, Mephistioid, uh, Hepzibah, and Raza, who I've always liked the uh, Star Jammers. I always thought they were really cool characters and their designs were really cool. They've uh, actually, at the end of the show, I have a story about Star Jammers, but they team up, they escape. They're like, hey, our ship's name is the Star Jammer, so we are the Star Jammers. I mean, it works. And they're pirates. They go through just targeting the Shi'ar Empire and trying to get vengeance on them. But they do have a heart. So if there's, you know, innocent people on board, they spare their life and, and everything and don't do anything. Well, they're good at what they do, and they're soon intergalactic outlaws which is an awesome title uh well then fast forward to the phoenix so when the phoenix force came to earth and Dekin was still trying to get it um and the phoenix took the form of jean gray or inhabitor depending whatever well the uh star jammers showed up 
also because they were, you know, trying to take down the kin and everything. And Jean was like, she used her powers and was like, oh, hey, this is Scott's dad. But of course, I was like, hey, don't, don't tell him. We got enough stuff going on. And so they, they went about their business, you know, and the whole Phoenix saga happened. And then uh, because the Star Germans helped take down the kin and put Lelandra on the throne, Lelandra was like, all right, you're cool. Um, we, you know, you're forgiven of your crimes. Um, I just drew a blank on what that's called. Pardoned. And so now that he's like kind of a good guy, Corsair's like, hey, Cyclops, I'm your dad. Yeah, I guess he wanted to be a good guy for his son and everything. Um, but because of the way things are, the Star Jammers kind of got bored and would go back to the wrong side of the law again. And this would kind of go back and forth really throughout their whole history uh, in comics. And it doesn't matter if it's Lelandra on the throne, if it's Deathbird on the throne, they come in and do stuff and help and then turn bad and then help and then turn bad. And yeah, they, it's kind of their MO, you know, um, they, will help the Shi'ar against the Kree or against the uncreated. But then when it comes to like earth stuff, you know, they help humans and attack the Shi'ar empire. So it's just all sorts of crazy things. Um, over time though, Scott Cyclops kind of realized, you know, Corsair did what he did. Um, and wasn't, I mean, he was never like angry, angry at him, but they were always kind of estranged, I guess is the best way to describe it. And they eventually kind of came to terms and were like, okay, cool. That's, you did what you did. You know, you were trying to, um, save your kids knowing you can save yourself. And that, that works. Of course, I go on. He actually, um, died. He was killed by Vulcan, his son. And this whole weird thing is when Havoc was leading the X-Men and they're in outer space and uh yeah but he's back um the 05 X-Men the original five that were out of place in time did some dancing through time and got Corsair and brought him back but with him coming back he has to inject himself he made basically a deal with the devil um this the shrouded is who he made a deal with and he has to inject himself with this nano serum. And the nano serum is like kind of illegal, so he has to seal it. So they're back to being bad guys. But in the most recent stuff, in the House of X, Powers of Ten, Hickman has been um, doing some really cool things with the Summers family. And we see the New Mutants team up with the Star Jammers for a little bit. We see the Summers kind of take a family trip with Corsair and the Star Jammers. Um, that's probably my favorite part of Hickman's run is the stuff he's doing with the Star Jammers. And so my own little personal anecdote just tells you how much I love the Star Jammers. Way back in like 2002, 2003, Marvel had actually for like one of the only times in company history did open submissions for their new imprint, the Marvel Edge, which is where we got trouble and things like that. Um, they really didn't take any up and coming or no name talent, but 
I submitted a four issue Star Jammers mini, uh, like laid out all their adventures and like what was going to go down and everything. Obviously got rejected, but my first pitch to Marvel ever, I have owned my only pitch to date so far, was a Star Jammer story. So uh, Corsair kind of holds, and the Star Jammers kind of hold a special place in my heart, and um, it, that's why I really like them. I want to talk about them today. But that is all we're going to talk about for today. Let me know if you're a fan of the Star Jammers or some other comic space pirates. Is there some Green Lantern enemies that you like? Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. You can find me out there everywhere. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Just look for The Night Nerd. Follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. Email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me. Um, again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? Lie in the morning.